welcome again to Relin Reaction. Yeah. As always, I'm your host, Travis. I'm Mumble Brin. Do you forget your name there halfway through? Like, <laughs> kind of look like I like went to go speak and no sound came out. I was like, <laughs> oh, if only we were that lucky. If only. <laughs> but it's okay, I found the trap. Woo! <laughs> and lucky for you, we're excited to have you here. <laughs> Race to race. Oh, we're so happy you joined us again. We're on episode 47. Yeah, baby. We're coming up on that one year mark coming up. Yeah. yeah. Gonna start working all those plans we have, because that's going to be a fun episode, let me tell you. Oh, that, yeah. That one's going to be good. That one's going to take some work, but it's going to be fun. Bar none, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be good. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm excited for it already. Like, I'm excited just to get to that episode to do it because it's, it's going to be so much I, I just feel like it's gonna be such a fun episode to do and yeah. it's gonna be a good one can't wait to tell y'all more about that <laughs> when we get there um if you want to maybe guess what that episode might be talk about the stories bring up maybe you found a story that we completely missed that's interesting let us know and you can do that by going to our facebook page relative reaction um our twitter page at relative it's like R-E-A-C-T-I-1. It's kind of weird, but if you look up Relative Reaction on Twitter, it also brings that page up. Uh, or you can just email us even, relativereaction2018 at gmail.com. And all of those links are always posted in the description to make it real easy. You can subscribe to get like a little notification to let you know every time we release the episode every Wednesday. Or if you follow us on any of those pages, uh, we always post something on the day of to let you know that it's oh, out yeah. and it's up and it's ready. Letting you know to come on. So, uh... Let's start the party. I mean, I don't usually sing when I do it, but... Oh, I do. Sure. There's that. (laughs) You sing for everything, though, let's be honest. And I I think even listeners now, after 47 episodes, (laughs) have realized that you sing for everything. I do, I do, I do. My life is like a Broadway play. Yeah, no. You sure? I'm positive. (laughs) I told you, I think I'm a gay man in a woman's body. And again, that just, something about that, just, I, I don't know, I, I feel like that's, it would oxymoron be the correct word there in a way, like, it's just kind of like, I think. Being discriminatory against me. No, I just don't see how, like, I, I feel like that's just another description <laughs> for woman, in a way, and I don't know yeah. where you're going with that. <laughs> I'm a woman, but I feel like not a man. Well, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, okay, that's that's cool. That's that's you. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm I'm straight, but I like women. Well, well, yeah, yeah. You're right. I was Sorry. meant to be a Broadway star, just minus the talent. Just oh, I mean, we definitely definitely <laughs> knocked out all the talent available. But I have the voice, don't I? I mean, I could project. No, I feel like that's part of the talent that's missing. You think? I'm positive. Okay, I'm going to have to work on it then. <laughs> 50 years in, you're still working. <laughs> it's a work in progress. Well, 50 more and you might be there. <laughs> How's your week been? I have had a number one kind of week, actually. Good. I'm glad you really have. Good. Had a wonderful Mother's Day with both my mother and then my mother-in-law. That was awesome. That is nice. I, I'm sure that it's probably nice being, after so many years of always being away, to be able to do yes. that now. Yes, it is. To go up there for those things. Little <laughs> things like that you really miss. Uh, I went, 
well, we had to take Garfield back to the vet today. Or not today. Mm-hmm. This week. Not not even today. Poor baby. So, but he's back again. Seems to be better. Got yeah. more meds. Different meds. <laughs> His appetite's still there, that's for sure. No, he actually, since his second return, he, he is... Like, even after the first return, he, he definitely was better. But there's still just something wasn't right yet. It wasn't... He, he wasn't himself. You can tell Mm-mm. something still wasn't perfect. He was better, but not... Right. Better, if that's a way to word it, if that makes sense. I don't Maybe know. it's an Oxley moron. <laughs> there's a moron part of it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, now I feel like after the second time, like in this last day or two since his return again, it's like he's actually really like Garfield again. Getting he is there. getting there. I don't think he's quite 100%, but he's definitely getting there. No, I described it to my wife because she had to work 12 hours today. Um, and she texted me because when I got home, she's like, hey, how's he doing? And I told, him, I, I told her, I said, I feel like he's actually perfectly normal again, just in slow motion. Yes, that's a good way of putting it. Because, like, everything yes. is back with him. He's back to purring, back to meowing, back he to eating. He doesn't meow nearly as much as normal yet. That cat can meow. That cat will talk to you all day long and then some. Yeah, true. But he's back to greeting us at the door. He's back yes. to drinking, eating. You can hear him purring around the corners. Yeah, exactly. Purring, sleeping in every spot ever, not just stuck in one area. He's wanting to go up and down. It's just like in slow motion, kind of yes. a little slower. But I feel like whatever they did this last time is definitely working because he definitely seems to be more himself. Right. Um, I think he lost weight this last uh, time. I really do. Can't hurt him. That's mean. He's he a big a boy. Cat. <laughs> He's supposed to be a big boy. Uh, Make a grandma happy. Um, yeah. Uh, that's sad for any <laughs> anybody with any health concerns. Uh, <laughs> as you mentioned, it was Mother's Day this last week, mm-hmm. and it was it was nice. I got to go up. I didn't get to see your mother-in-law, my grandma on that side. Uh, I was working when y'all went up there, but I did get to go see my other grandmother because we did that on the day before. And I wasn't, I, oh, I was supposed to be off. I went in anyway, but I was off in time still to go right. see her. And that was fun. We had a nice little dinner and all there. It was, it was a fun was nice. one. It was. It was a really nice day. Like, I enjoyed that. We did. We had a good time. It was sweet. Did you call your mama-in-law today? No, I did not. Oh, you nasty, naughty boy. Who is your mother? I was at work. I always text her when it's Mother's <laughs> okay, Day or even like on her birthday, I text her and stuff okay, like that. Okay. I always, I actually, I, I love my mother-in-law. I have a very good mother-in-law. She's a good woman. So I have no, none of those typical marriage issues like, oh, I don't have to talk to my mother-in-law. Like, um, I actually don't mind. I think I talk to my mother-in-law more than my wife talks to her. It's funny because I simply adore my mother-in-law as well. I do. Love her. Love her to pieces. It's not that my wife doesn't talk to her mom, but I'm pretty sure I actually talk to her more frequently (laughs) because we, she she messages me like at least, oh, I would say at least five times a week on on Facebook, either sending me like a picture or a link or something. Like, I I talk to my mother-in-law all all the time. (laughs) I really do. Uh but I'm happy I get to actually spend it with you this year. Yes. That's been the a while. first time. Been I, a while. I've got to do more than just call my own mother. <laughs> I actually got to, to be there and say Happy Mother's Day in person. Yes. Um, <laughs> so that was cool. Uh, if you look in the, the wild, wild world of sports. Wild, wild west. 
the Trailblazers made the quarterfinals in a game seven uh, by beating the Nuggets. That's the first time since 2000 they've been there. Wow. And then the Raptors, I guess, had just this crazy, just insanely tight game, barely beating out the 76ers in game seven. So apparently basketball had a couple really good... I mean, you figure that's two games going in the quarterfinals that went to seven. That's that's pretty that's good. Awesome. That's, those are some battles. Yes, that's the kind you want to. That's the kind you want to watch. Maybe it's finally starting to get into battles again. That'd be nice. Maybe. We can only hope. <laughs> they need something to help with their ratings. They're going down to. They uh, basketball I mean, is. I said baseball before, is. I used to be a huge basketball fan, and I have really not followed it faithfully in almost 10 years now american sports in general are all lacking that's weird and i think it's because they personally i believe it's because they've all become so dramatic that is true you know what i mean i'm i'm i don't care about you know most of your drama i wouldn't know how you're playing on the court or on the field or on the ice you know what i mean yes that's what i want and anymore, Dynasty isn't like Dynasty of old days, Mm-mm. where yep. it was a whole team that was a Dynasty. It's right. Like, oh, they got the. the good if you player, spend more than team. two years with the same team, you're like you know, freaking an icon there already. Which, speaking of which, actually brings me to another one of my talking points. Uh, pitcher Edwin Jackson is setting a record. Ooh, I like record setters. Well, he is about to, whenever he starts, his next start, he will have a record mm-hmm. for pitching for the his 14th team in the MLB. Holy shit. He was acquired by Toronto uh, from the Oakland A's for cash this last week. Uh, and next time he pitches for the Blue Jays, when he makes his Blue Jays debut, he will set a record by pitching for 14 different major league teams. Yeah, he's been in the league. It's his seventeenth season, uh, and he has played for. Uh, I mean, just uh, Toronto picked him up essentially because they're having they're kind of injury hurting with their pitchers. They have like one out with a shoulder injury, one's out for the season already, one's hurt with their elbow, one hurt their knee. So they're Jeez, just having like mates. exactly they're having hell right now with pitchers. So he's basically picking they got up a little mini hospital going on. How they got him for cash and all, even though he's older and. Has been around. They're like, we need someone that knows at least how to throw the fucking ball right now because we're hurting. It's between him and the beer selling guy. Yeah, pretty much. He's gone 104 and 123 with a 460 ERA in 394 games in the MLB. So he's not great. No, but uh, he's not when you got horrendous. Nothing. I could see why Toronto wanted him. Because he's definitely not. These aren't the worst stats I've ever read. No, it's not like you go. Why are you even trying? He's not, you know, now he's okay. is he in the MLB? But I can also see how he's made it through so many teams because he is really just a subpar average run-of-the-mill pitcher. Doesn't seem, no offense to him, but there's no, no stats stood out to me. Uh, he has played with Tampa Bay, Detroit, Chicago White Sox, Arizona, St. Louis, Washington, Chicago Cubs, Atlanta, San Diego, Miami, Baltimore, and Oakland, and about to be Toronto. Dang, that's a lot of moving. 
That is like that would. <laughs> I wouldn't like that. I mean, it's, I guess it's kind of cool in a way, but ugh. Could you imagine like being a follower of him though and trying no. to keep up with his jerseys? <laughs> no, no, I could not. That would be. Imagine how much money that would be because a jersey anymore is like just fifty dollars. All right. And you got to get fourteen of them things. Oh, and he actually made his debut with the Dodgers. I didn't forget that one. Now it's his first team. He has never stayed with a team for more than three seasons. <laughs> That's why sports are in the decline. I really believe that. Drama and you never know who your team is from year to year. Before you could like get behind your team. Oh, this guy's great. This guy's on third. And, you know, if we need him, he can. No, you don't get that anymore at all. You don't even know half your team from year to year. I don't mind trading as much. I do feel like, however, we've lost the, like, how every team used to have their player. Like, you looked at the Braves, for instance, in baseball, and you were like, Chipper Jones, for how many years was that mm-hmm. the player? Like, you could not think of one without the other. Right. And that was in every sport. I mean, you know, yeah. you, you go to Penguins for hockey, and in the 90s, you thought Mario Lemieux. Right. Like, you did not think of one without the other. They, they were just simultaneous. If you thought one, you were thinking of the Penguins. If you thought the Penguins, you thought his name. There was no no way around it. Every team had that. I feel like a lot of teams are missing that. I don't mind, you know, trading I and understand that you trade around. I do I get like that. I feel like no one tries to keep even one player. Right. No, I keep that one player that is whatever see or whatever generation you may be in it may not it's not going to be there forever but you know there should be at least a player on every team that i feel like you want to keep for 10 years like mm-hmm. with the baseball bryce harper left now yeah i know He's in the phillies yes. and for so long and it's the beginning everybody thought that oh he was just going to be a national for his whole career yep what what happened washington stupid uh, true <laughs> or i mean you can go into the whole uh, drama series of LeBron. Yeah. I, it, before him, I mean, think. You think Michael Jordan, you think Bulls. Yeah. You and think, vice versa. He, even like Larry Bird, you think Celtics. There yeah, was no there other. Was never, no. You could never fathom him on another team. That no. was the Celtics found him, groomed him, and made him That's Larry I Bird. I do understand some trading because you got to get that right fit. So I get that. Oh yeah, and you got to nowadays you got to follow the caps and you know yes, certain people's I pay goes up and down and go. But sometimes now it's just like from using, almost from game to game. You're like, wait, I don't know this guy. When did we get him? It's true, and it's like you said, Larry Bird. They made that their player, mm-hmm. and everything. I don't want to say the whole organization revolved around Larry Bird, but that was their center focus. They, they went, make okay, fits around him. Danny yeah. Ainge was a good fit for him. They went and they went, okay, this, he's our next player. He's the one we're going to try to run and, and take a championship with. How do we make this work? Mm-hmm. And they don't, you just don't get that anymore. Nope. You really don't. I feel like hockey is the closest to getting that. And hockey is and the least then, affected by this sports decline, by the way. Well, I believe it. I mean, look, we're, we're, we're talking about all this stuff, and the only one that doesn't really fit it as much is hockey and even they're pushing it sometimes and that's I, trust me i'm not trying to say they don't 
and it's right. not an issue, but it seems like they do it the least out of everything else. I agree. I feel like football and basketball are the worst with it. Mm-hmm. Baseball is starting to get there, but I feel like they're still better than those ones. And then I feel like hockey is the best out of them, and even they have a couple that are still everywhere. Agreed. I, I hate that, I, but I love sports. So do I. We're going to go into a whole fucking sports podcast again. <laughs> I'm sure people love when we do that. Oh, yeah, yeah. We go and talk for 30 minutes on sports. <laughs> Come here to hear multiple different stories. Pissed off about. I'm starting a podcast called "Pacify Your Inner Pirate." It's all about baseball. Is it because Pittsburgh pirates are the babies? Yes, exactly. Cry and bitch a lot, so just pacify them. Because we got stupid. Oh, that's a whole other. Oh, I'll get into that. That angers me. No, we, we go over that almost every week, I think. Or at least any time we talk about baseball yeah. and the Pirates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I can't even be mad at you because I feel the same way for you. <laughs> They're not even my team, and I feel that for you. I go, what are they doing? What like, the Braves started thinking? doing that. They did that for about six straight years because we had fuckface in there from 2008 until, what did we get rid of him? Was it 14 when we finally got rid of him? I got my eye on this new guy we got, Tucker. We should be getting rid of him real soon because he's looking good. Mm-hmm. So it should be time for him to either send him back to the minors, because that's smart, right. or get rid of him. No, I'm telling you, he reminds me so much. The only difference is we finally got rid of our problem at the Braves' top office side. I wish we would. Not that the Braves are any better for it, but our top office guy's gone. We're actually keeping people again, somewhat. Um, <laughs> but he did that for like six straight years. He did nothing, but we were actually starting to come back and be a team again and it took him like oh he was there for six eight years and all he did was destroy everything the Braves have worked for since the 90s when we had that dynasty and then obviously people retire you start rebuilding right. and we were finally rebuilding comp and he just took and just crashed it all away yep 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 i know what that feels like Yes, and then the very little bit of basketball I watch anymore is still my sons, and their owner is, is they're just as bad. They're like the Pirates, except for, unlike where the Braves got rid of them finally, the sons are like the Pirates, and just, oh, we'll keep them around. The sons were, like, really shitty at first, and then they were doing good. Yeah. You know, they had good management, good team, good they players. Did. Around, like, 2004, yes. 2005, they started, like, and then they went oh, the look at them again. again. Yes, they went and down that little road again and never came back up. No. Well, it's because we don't keep anybody for more than a year. <laughs> it's like the Pirates. They get good. We send them away for, oh, I don't know. A... Joe Schmo and a new beer guy. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We send them away. What do you got? 20 bucks and a stick of Juicy Fruit. Sold. All right. Wasn't that your starter? Yeah. Yeah, it'll probably be their starter. It's fucking Throw great. in a stick of licorice and we got ourselves a deal. We're great for that. Ah. <laughs> anyway. Um, I Oh, before we get into our story. 47. Yes. 47 is the name of the agent that hit me in games. Oh. It's a video game series. Uh-huh. I okay. know that series. Well, you Never at, played I, I it, but I know like it. know it or okay. Uh, there is the CH-47 Chinook, my favorite helicopter of all time. Oh. The P-47 Thunderbolt, or the AK-47 when talking military. We got the gun, the plane, the helicopter. Bam, bam, bam. Uh, 47 was a number used all throughout the Star Trek series and is also a favorite number of Panoma College in California after Professor Donald Bentley demonstrated that all numbers equal 47. (laughs) 
Japan has 47 prefectures, which are the first level of jurisdiction. It's kind of like a county for us in America. Oh, or... okay, okay. <clears throat> uh, lastly, the Tropic of Cancer and the Tropic of Capricorn are exactly 47 degrees apart. Oh. So come on, let's fly into the episode and get started. What do we got this week? Okay. Alrighty, folks. I'm going to give you a little dolphin death. Doesn't that sound like fun? Not really, huh? Okay. You're, you really need to work on the segues <laughs> in and, like, selling a title, because that did not sell it. You sure? No, that kind of did the opposite. It kind of frightened me. All righty. It's a little funny fish story. It's okay. Uh, something's fishy here. <laughs> Something smells. Okay. More than a thousand dolphins, many with the fins already cut off, are washing up on the shores of France's Alac... At- Hello, Atlantic Coast. Oh, I thought you were trying to say like a French oh, word, oh, not literally oh, just oh, Atlantic. Okay, I got it out. Don't worry. So I guess to say finish him would be. <laughs> that sucked. Okay. Dolphin Scientists say the large number is due to these mammals getting caught in fishing nets. But this year's count of dead dolphins has already surpassed last year's and we're only what how many months into it five, we're in five. May? five so you know you think she would know at least that number month because it's my birthday but whatever. whatever anyway i know important stuff it's okay it's common for fishermen to cut their nets to cut off the the parts of the dolphin to save their nets because it's a lot of money i guess for a net so they'd rather just cut the dolphin off Oh, how Save nice. Yeah, and that's sweet. That's, that's expensive. <laughs> My net's expensive. Your life, not so much. Anyway, activists are calling for France's ecology minister to launch some kind of plan to protect these dolphins. Because every year it's getting tremendously worse. And they show pictures. If you can go on the internet no. and, and, yeah, you probably them. don't because it is, it's nasty. I, like, of all the animals, why dolphins? Dolphins are, like, the coolest animals in the world. They are, and they're extremely intelligent animals, so I'm not sure. And they're the only other animals that have sex for pleasure. That's right, baby. Ow. (laughs) Anyway, moving on really quick. (laughs) Well, I mean, not too quick. I don't think this dolphin's going to like that. One way to make it lawful for fishing vessels is they have this product that you can adhere to the boats. It's an acoustic repellent. Do you think foreplay for a dolphin's like messing with their blowhole? Maybe. Maybe. You know. These are the thoughts that go through my head. You're trying to tell a story that. Huh? <laughs> Their little flippers are flying. You just don't know what's going on in the dolphin's head. <laughs> like this repellent, like, anyway, <laughs> that you adhere to huh. boats. Anyway. Back to the subject. <laughs> this adherent that, uh, this repellent that adheres to the boats sends out signals and the dolphins can pick it up because that ecosystem thing, they pick it up as danger and then they stay away from where the beeping is. Oh. Now, some say it doesn't work that well. Some say it does. But maybe if they look into it and fix what's maybe not working with it or whatever. Yeah, they could perfect it. Yeah, you could really save some, obviously, a lot of dolphins. Well, even if it worked a little bit, it's got to be better than what's happening now. Exactly. Thank you. The current fishing industry in France could possibly, and scientists will back this up, could possibly drive that the dolphins 
to extinction in that part of the Atlantic. Could you imagine that? That's crazy. And that that is unbelievable. Now, the seafood consumption in France has more than doubled in recent years. So, obviously, there's going to be more fishing. And they've gone extremely lenient on a lot of fishing laws over there for your fishermen that, you know, fish. Yeah, commercial fishermen. Yes. So, uh, they're saying maybe you should have kept stricter laws and find some way to save these dolphins before they do become extinct. That would be sad. What? That's one. I've actually seen dolphins in the wild, and it was one of yes. the coolest things in the world. It was. It was amazing. I just got to see, see them in the wild several times. It's so it's beautiful to look at. Yes. Once on a cruise ship, and the second I said, "Ooh, dolphins!" I had the entire cruise ship pinning me up against the freaking balcony <laughs> there. <laughs> I shouldn't. I shouldn't have said it out loud. I should have just kept it to myself and watched the damn dolphins. I didn't ever go on a cruise. Was on a cruise. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just something for y'all to think about. I mean, we're thinking dolphins. Everybody loves dolphins. That is true. I don't like and they've that. never really been on the extinction or even the endangered no. list. Dolphins and these are bottled-nosed dolphins. These aren't like some, a you unique, know, yes, different uh, subspecies breed. just yeah. to that side of the Atlantic coast. <laughs> and the pictures are harrowing. To see these no, shores see just lined up with dolphins is no, 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 no. so disheartening. No, I don't blame you. It's uh, it's <laughs> I'm horrible. Uh, I'm gonna go over into my first story of the week, uh, and my first story of the week is best break-in. All right, I didn't know there'd be a good break-in, but I guess if you're the breaker inner, it that could be a good one. Breaker inner. Yes. What? Uh, whatever. Anyway, uh, English major right ba- here. <laughs> as bad as that was, actually, your subject. <laughs> that was like your forte was yes. English. Yes, I do. Love you were very good at English. Very good at all the the different yes. things that came with it. I like diagramming and all that good all stuff. That I did. Bullshit. <laughs> needs to speak. <laughs> it's only like we speak once a week. It's probably, it hasn't paid off at all. <laughs> what good has that gotten you in life? It's got me nowhere. <laughs> um, well. Sometimes you just want to have like a chill day around the house, right? Sure. Everybody likes those relaxed days. I mean, oh, I don't know what they pajama are. Pajama days. Um, I don't think I've had one of those in a very long time. I love pajama days. But how about when the house isn't yours? Okay, that's, yeah. Well, that situation apparently happened in the small Ohio town of Hamden. Oh. There was a woman Hamden. who allegedly, because nothing has been tried yet, so we're going to say allegedly, keep us clear. She broke into a home, washed the dishes, pet the family dog, and then dipped out. Hmm. Authorities... She, I could leave her the key. She didn't even have to break in. Right. If she wants to come in and do my dishes. She could do a little light vacuuming. I don't care. Maybe wash a few windows, whatever it was. <laughs> Give her a list. Yeah. <laughs> uh, authorities were called to the, uh, the home. Uh, it's about 80 miles away from Columbus. Is the nearest, like, somewhat of a town near and So middle. we're talking a teeny tiny town. It's, it's but fuck nowhere, Ohio. Got it. Um, <laughs> the homeowner reported that someone had entered through the back door, relaxed with their dog on the couch, and then did some tidying up and left. Hmm. When police were at the house... Feel like he should have offered her a cola or water or something? 
right? <laughs> so, so was I supposed to be better, like, was I supposed to host that? Like, was I supposed to be a better host? Was I supposed or? to... I don't, I don't know. I don't, it, it happened kind of quick, and then when she was doing the dishes, I didn't want to bother her. <laughs> I don't want to get water on the floor. She did a good job. No water spots at all. She tried them, did everything. Uh, well, police are at the house. Reports came in of a woman matching the description, knocking on doors of nearby houses. Uh, they approached a woman. Her name is Cheyenne Ewing, uh, and she told the officers that she had been up for several days. Oh, a little meth mama. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, now you're thinking. Yeah, little meth mama. Uh, and you are correct. They did report that Ewing was bent on narcotics. No. Oh my, this is my shock face. She was arrested for burglary and is currently being held on a $10,000 bond in the Southeastern Ohio Regional Jail. Hmm. So, now you might think this has got to be the weirdest break-in in the world, and only someone on drugs would actually break in and do chores. <laughs> Not go to their own damn house and do them. Um, but recently, there's been, like, almost like a stream of, like, celebrity break-in stories. Really? Um, for instance, that stands out to me, the Chris Brown had someone break into their house uh, because he won't broke in believing uh, Breezy cursed her son. She was caught throwing a Bible into the Browns' yard. Oh, okay. Uh, trying to... Lift the supposed hex. Oh, all right. Great. Uh, and Chris Brown shared, like, you know, his side of it or whatever. And he goes, I get home and find this crazy individual in my house. She had broken hinges off my door. She found time to cook her several meals. She wrote, I love you on the walls. Uh, and she threw out my daughter's clothing as well as my dog's stuff. Then had all these crazy voodoo things around the crib. Oh, oh, okay, okay. So there's some other crazy um, ones out there. I'd but, call police on that one because that one's scary, okay? Yeah, but this one I just really liked over in Hamden, Ohio, where they just broke in. She just, you know. You know, meth you makes you in. do strange things like dishes. And, but, I mean, she was and good at the animal. I would I'll break into a house to pet a dog. I admit I that. All right, right here between me and you, I would break into your house to pet your dog. And she didn't break my number one rule, which is being mean to an animal. That's right. She was the opposite, actually. Which makes you wonder if the dog, like, went to go be a guard dog and was like, all right, guys, she's cool. She's cool. She's cool. She's, she's, really cool. she's high as hell. Her Check dog. her out. <laughs> she don't mean no harm, I promise no, you. No, she just wants to sit down and just scratch my belly. Let her go. Let her go. She's <laughs> a great guard dog. <laughs> wow. Did someone come inside, though. No, 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 uh, no, 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 nobody. Get back out, hurry, I'll let you back in in a few minutes. <laughs> right, doggy door's to the left. <laughs> yeah, sneak in the doggy door tonight at two. <laughs> I'll be waiting. <laughs> well, let's go over into package thoughts, and if you remember, yeah. it is still the month of May. Well, I mean, last I checked, anyway. May. Okay, cool, May. <laughs> it's gonna be May. <laughs> okay. Pour some sugar on me. All right. I think we have a meth mama nice. Oh, we're hitting the tarmac, baby. And where are we flying to this week? Oh, why this time we are flying to jolly old England. Oh, we'll spot a tea. And, oh yeah, that's not it. Because while we're there, we're going to take a little plane and take a whole hopper to France. Why are we taking to that gay Barry. Why are we taking that and not doing the underground tunnel? Oh, we could do that. Yeah, that, that would even be better. 
forget the plane. We're taking the underground tunnel. I love it. You're Which up. means it's a theme week. Bonjour. What is the well, theme this week? All right. We're going into some chocolate. Ooh. Chocolate. We're going chocolate. on a... We're going oh. on a global sweet tooth That's this week. That's right, baby. I say, pense en belles. And God, I hope I said that right. That's I French know. for, you know. You at least took Fran- French. Yeah. You took France. Fuck. I took France. <laughs> Guess who didn't? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you at least took French, so I'm Olé presuming... Français? Oui, oui, monsieur. I'm, I'm presuming you probably said it, if not correct, it had to be close, because you at least know, like, the basic sounds of... French fry. Of the words, yeah. French much. toast. That's, that's all I got. I mean, I, I, can, I, can do, I can do the English ones, you know. Bonjour. And from Tom and Jerry, bonjour, monsieur pussycat. Okay. That's a whole different thing. Okay, the first thing we're doing. Pack your thoughts of the morning. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the best a, English one I got. Yeah, no, don't do that. Spot a tea for ya. A spot of thoughts? <laughs> spot of thoughts with the package. <laughs> First that's one we're doing. Sorry, I can't do the <laughs> First one we're doing here is the from England. I told you we're going to be to England first, so we're going to the toffee crisp bar. Just because of how well I translated it. Shall we have it with some tea? Now have I feel some biscuit. Like I'm I'm excited for this one because well, yeah, I like toffee. Yeah, but do I also I. feel like this is this encompasses England in a bar. Yes, this is very English. Like, it just sounds like an English candy bar. Yes, this is one of the most popular, popular English bars, or <laughs> chocolate bars in England. Not bad. This is made, this is British chocolate. It has crisped rice and toffee, and it's all surrounded and smothered in chocolate. Hmm. This was made in 1963. And this is the most popular Hershey bar in England. You know, what's funny is I really, really like that. I'm not a fan of, like, when they do, like, crisp rice and crispies and chocolates mm-hmm. and all, like, crunch bars. Mm-hmm. Probably the most famous for America in it. I don't like crunch bars. Oh, my God. You don't like Nestle Crunch? I, it's something about the crispy rice. It's just I've never been a huge fan. Even, like, when you used to go out, like, as a kid and you get, like, Easter, Halloween, and everybody has different chocolates that they mm-hmm. hand out. They hand out the crispy ones. I could care less about them. Those just were never, never one I liked. But this, I I could eat that whole bar every day and be happy. That is quite tasty. Like, I loved it. It actually, it's the first time I think I've ever liked. a lot of good toffee and caramel. And... It is. I think it's the first mm. time I've ever really liked the, a, a crispy bar. And the I toffee, could... I liked it because it wasn't. Like Heath bars, I like Heath bars, mm-hmm. but it's the hard but toffee. But they're super hard. This is and the it's soft almost like, toffee. By the time you eat it, it's it's like a workout, and you have it all stuck in your teeth. Mm-hmm. This one wasn't. It's like a, no. a caramel consistency of but toffee. toffee. Yeah, that I can was... see why this is the most popular one over there. For one thing, we all know England freaking loves toffee. I do, and I agree with him on that. Oh Toffee's yeah, good. hell yeah, toffee's I love toffee. damn good. That's why I said even my my prefix to the Heath bar was. And I like them a lot. I just don't like the hard that it sticks yes. in your teeth. I would much hard. rather have this soft, gooey toffee because you still get that lovely toffee taste. It's just gooey and chewy. And no, that was really good. 
Mm. Okay, let's take that underground tunnel. I know that was damn good. To France. Here we have the Sem. Oh, I'm going to mess this up. Jemoy. 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 Oh, this is the Jamel Ivory Coast. This is 90% cocoa. Oh, I'm excited for that. I like This is made books. from the leading maker of chocolate in France. Mm. All of their uh, plants are in France. Really? Yes. That's kind of cool. Definitely dark chocolate. It's good, but if you don't like dark chocolate, you are not going to like this. Because no. it has the, because it's such a dark chocolate, it's got that bitter taste at the end that you'll get from dark chocolate. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. like no no sweetness to it. Mm-mm. This is I, cocoa beans, baby. Without any sugar and shit added. This is cocoa. And I I really like dark chocolate. There's actually a couple out there that are like 90% and 88 No, this is dry as fuck. That I like. But I'm not a, I, 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 I don't hate this. Oh, I do. Like, I don't hate this one, but I don't, it doesn't taste like normal dark chocolate for me. If you, It's more than just the bitter part of it, because I like the bitter dark chocolates. Like I said, there's 88% and 90% of them that I've had before from like lint and stuff right. that I love. But there's something about this one that's different. It says it has tasting notes of coffee, rose, and for some reason, they say very slightly bitter, Mm-mm. which I don't think any 90% dark chocolate is very slightly bitter. No but you know what this tastes like to me? If you, as a child, we've all done it, you've had to taste the baking cocoa. Yes. That's what that tastes like. If you've ever tasted baking cocoa. Yes, because mom was out there have, baking something and making either cookies or And you or think it's cake. chocolate and you're always like, oh, put like your finger quick. in it. And it's not Nesquik. No, that's what this tastes like. <laughs> That it is, is like, what there's this. Nothing, I don't get any of those flavor notes that they're talking about. No, they have ten them. factories in France where they make all these. Wow, that's actually a decent. This is factories. a third generation family run business too. Hmm. So that's kind of cool, you know. I almost want to try one of their like straight, lighter ones. Yeah, straight milk chocolate and see if I just don't like the way their chocolate is at all, or if I just don't like their dark. I'm not sure. That's a good point. We should have bought another bar like a lighter percentage because we went the highest we did go 90 percent. because i that's for me personally those are usually my favorite to me that tastes seriously like putting your finger in the cocoa the baking cocoa anything Hmm. to help it along no it wasn't i think the the problem is that it wasn't creamy enough i don't get where they're getting the coffee tasting notes i don't get where they're getting any of those Hmm. i don't taste any like coffee subtleness or rose subtleness. I don't get any of that. Mm-mm. No, I'm sorry. This is going to have to go back to good old Francois. I just, I don't know. Francois. I feel like it could have been a good Bonjour. dark chocolate if it was just a little bit smoother. Arrivederci. Like, maybe, maybe that's what it's missing. Just like I don't know. Smoother. I don't know. I didn't care for it. I'll be honest. I no offense, France, but... Like I said, I didn't hate like it. it. It wasn't one of the ones that we've had where I'm like... Mm, mm. No. It wasn't like that for me. Like, you know, I truly didn't hate it. No. It just wasn't... I don't know. It wasn't I did. Good dark but if we it. go to France again this time, next time we're getting macaroons. Mm. Oh. Gotta love macaroons. Oh. I love them. 
Okay, I was so happy to get my wife to try macaroons for the first time. What was that, about a month ago now? Yeah, I freaking love macaroons. She never had them, and we happened to be walking around, mm-hmm. and mm. it was a month ago because it was right after our anniversary. It was the day after because we were on our way yeah, back right. when we found them, and she never had macaroons. There was this guy. It was actually a local guy. And his boss is the one that makes all of them. And he's, his boss is from France, moved here 10 years ago. And that's what he does now is he owns a little bakery. Oh, they were so good. They were delicious. Like, and we've had, had the macaroons. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they are. I said, you want to try these? She's like, but they're expensive. I'm like, oh, yeah, worth it for macaroons. Trust me. Mm-hmm. You'll want to try these. Yes. <laughs> Whenever you go buy macaroons and you're like, oh, those are pricey. And then you get to taste one and you're like, I don't give a shit. Give me more. And you gotta buy them because they're pennies. There's no way I can. Make There's no them. way I could make them. No, they're gotta. Wish I could. They have got to be the hardest cookie to make. I would think. They've got to be. Yeah, I can't think of any other cookie that comes close to the amount of. No, because the outside is like. Kind of like a meringue, but still mushy, and then the inside is creamy. The the yeah, I don't know how they do it, but it's damn good. And they always come in so many different flavors. Pistachio being my favorite. Like, other cookies have, like, you know, this handful of flavors. Macaroons, man, if you could think it, there's a flavor that tastes good. Yes. I have yet think... to taste a flavor that I said, ooh. Yeah. They even have flavors like rose flavor, and it's mm-hmm. fucking delicious. It was delicious. delish. Pistachio is my favorite as well, of course. Oh, yeah, by my... uh, I've had peach. I've had mm-hmm. the chocolate kinds, the mint kind. You know, anything from chocolate to fruit to the this. The espresso to... one was super good, too. Oh, yep. Coffee. And there's so many good ones. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I'm going to move on to my second story, but that was... I'm going to go back to the coffee They're bar. just talking about that. I want some now. Yes. All right. Oh, I like doing that. And you'll have to make sure you join us in next week as we fly somewhere else. That's right, baby. Okay. My next story is... Piranhas in England? That's right, baby. That's right. Piranhas in England. So was the title. <laughs> in jolly old England. <laughs> okay. In the village. Eat my uh, coffee bar. Or coffee, <laughs> whatever the hell it was called. In the vi- village. I can't speak. In the village. They really have sucky naming skills. Toffee Crisp. That's literally the name of the bar. Have Just you seen crisp. any names in England? Their towns and shit? Come on. They got no imagination. Anyway, in yeah, the village this coming from of... coming people that live in America where I swear every goddamn name on the East Coast, they ran from England, and everything on the East Coast is in homage to England. Yes. And then everything in the West Coast is homage to the East Coast, which is homage to England. The same fucking names. Yeah. And then you go, like, in the mid, and you'll get a whole bunch of Indian shit. Not a, not, I don't mean Indian shit. I mean Indian names and such. Excuse me. <clears throat> Sorry. I mean, I meant that in the nicest way. I swear. Okay. We'll get back to my story of piranhas because I want to leave and go to England all of a sudden. This one of my other favorite podcasts would now announce my co-host, Andrew Jackson. Yes, sir. Sorry. <clears throat> in the village of Elling, Edlington. Edlington. That's right, Edlington. Edlington. I I got this. Some locals found two dead piranhas in the local lake. Now, the town believes that these fearsome fish are the reason for the duck decline on the lake. But... That should have been your title, duck decline. (laughs) Duck decline. You don't want to mess that word up. Okay, (laughs) but scientists say it is impossible for these little finned babies... You see what I did there? To live in the temperature of the lake. 
So, how did these freaking piranhas get there then? If they can't live there, that means, you know, they didn't just like, there they are. You know what I'm saying? Also, if they had been there before, if they could live there, it's a lake. Yeah. Is it like a river running into this lake? Because a lot of lakes don't even have like a tributary. Mm-mm, there's no tributary factors. This brick pond, as it is known locally, that gives you some idea. It's not a very big lake or anything like that. Have seen a noticeable decline in their duck population. Those poor duckies. Anyway. The dead fish have been taken to be examined by scientists who believe that the fish were just dead when they were disposed of in the water. In other words, somebody owned them as pets when they died instead of, I don't know, So what's the duck or... decline problem? That's the bigger issue. That's, that's, there's no answers for the duck decline. What the hell kind of story ends with that? The Help the ducks! The of the 20th. 21st and a half a 19th century. century. <laughs> and I just spit all over my arm. That was pleasant. <laughs> Sorry about Thank that. Thank you, Daffy. <laughs> it's not Daffy. That's Darkwing Duck. Play anyway, we're going to go over to my second story, Chicken Nails. All right. Now, as we all know, Chicken Nails. Oh, sorry. Sorry. My bad. Well, as we all know, this last week was Mother's Day. Yeah, you what? And KFC, if you've noticed, their advertising has gotten really fucking weird ever since the original Colonel left. The whole freaking KFC has gotten weird as shit. Okay. Like, they went through how many Colonel Sanders since then? Oh, I know. Both guys and girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, in all different, like, styles and atmospheres and personalities. And then they changed their chicken littles. Say what? Yeah, they changed sure. their chicken littles. I just, I, once they started changing the colonel, it was weird to me. Yeah. Because, like, the first couple they had, they tried to m- mimic the original colonel. Sanders. And then they realized that none of these people were even close to matching. Mm-hmm. So then they went on the opposite end of the spectrum and tried just to have, like, a whole brand new Colonel yeah, Sanders. Yeah, just tried to go. And they tried that probably them. seven different times. And No, whoever they're. What do they call that? Advertising team Marketing? is sucks. Marketing! Thank you! Thank you very much. <laughs> well, they wanted to wish y'all a happy Mother's Day. Dun, dun, dun. Thank with you. KFC had Chickendale's digital Mother's Day cards to help. Uh, they were customizable video cards that you could send your mom. Uh, and they also were a true reminder that KFC chicken is delicious. All right. Now for the card itself. This colonel, and I say this colonel because like we were talking about earlier, they swore it's a new one every time. Yes. Is more fit and buff than ever. Oh my. There are guys in their underwear shaking their money makers. Oh, a little. Uh, uh, uh. And if a buff Colonel Sanders and mm-hmm. underwear clad gentlemen aren't enough to get you going, uh, they then dress up as KFC food itself. Oh, nice. Like, straight up, like, there is one in, like, a, a bucket of chicken. There's one that's, like, a drumstick. Uh, one's a biscuit. In a box? One that I think, I think they had, like, a potato and gravy bowl in there. Oh, I hope it's not hot. Sometimes well, their gravy's I, hot. It's, it's a, a fucking, fucking costume. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, 
Did you? Does that? Does that you know about said, the chicken little? <laughs> the poor guy. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, uh, did, did, if I sent you that e card, would that make you want to get some chicken? I don't. It would make me want to have my son go and see somebody who's a specialist. No. In the brain area. In the brain, someone else needs a specialist here. <laughs> words. Um, does it make you want to slip some dollar bells in the Colonel's G string? Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah. Bring so, it on, so, Sanders. So weird. Bring yeah. me that little chicken. I don't know. I mean, I just. What is up with KFC and their promotions? I, I have no other words. Like, I'm, I'm stuttering through it because I'm just so... I'd like the hot and spicy two-piece. And then, like, uh-huh. reading this, I had to see see the pictures of it. Of, of... Now, see, that's scary. You're telling me, <laughs> you know, about both Chickendale, Colonel Sanders. Yeah. With, you know, people in buckets of chicken and drumsticks and biscuits and uh, okay. potato costumes. <laughs> All right. Like what? Okay, KFC is a meth mama. <laughs> KFC's trying to, you know, to, I'll turn you on and turn the heat up just like we do with our fried chicken. That's right. <laughs> do you want it hot and spicy, or do you want it crispy? Or would you like our extra crispy? <laughs> do you like the white meat or the dark meat? <laughs> Two I like it. <laughs> oh, I should have thought of that, damn it. <laughs> Do you like the breasts or the thighs? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm a little disappointed in myself now, damn it. Buttery biscuits. Just some gravy and mashed potatoes. Okay, yeah, we're moving on. That's our uh, last <laughs> clip before he starts to, you know, we don't want to we don't want to get into the no secret sauce or nothing like that. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, we we got standards here on this podcast, damn it. So, I haven't found be, them yet, but we got like an orgy when it's the blend of 23 herbs and spices. Oh yeah, how about a little orgy for uh, your taste well, buds. Which, back before KC oh. really started getting away with their marketing campaign, they do have one of the coolest things. Um, which is on their Twitter page. Do you uh-huh. know they only follow 23 people, their Twitter account? No. <laughs> All the Spice Girls. Ah, I love that. And then, like, oh, what was the other thing? It, another thing with, like, a play on, like, I think it was all the rest of the people were named Herb. I love it. So I think they follow like all the Spice Girls and then like so many people named Herb. See, they got a little little something there. I like that. See, the colonel, he now rocks again. Yeah, before they got really weird and yeah, and tried to, tried to put their stuff in your face and helicopter it. Okay. My last story <laughs> is also in France. To get Paris, we go again. Parlez-vous français? Parlez-vous français? Oui, oui, monsieur. Pardonne-moi. Okay, oui, oui, monsieur. What? Stop. Oh, I'm sorry. I was talking to myself. Okay. This is called Flea Bath. Watch all the dogs run. <laughs> okay. A flea infestation has forced the evacuation of a police station in France. <laughs> Fleas chased out the police. I love it. You should have tasered those little suckers. All right. <laughs> Officers have now suffered numerous bites and have unfortunately taken these little guys on to their own home via their clothes. 
they were unwelcome guests, so everybody's getting a little, l- little, little ticked at the flea infestation. I'm just imagining you trying to tase the fleas now. <laughs> so <did> that... <laughs> God damn it, Jenny! <laughs> Oops, sorry. <laughs> sorry. The flea was on you. No! <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> the fleas have been running their circus for several weeks now, and no one knows how it came to be. They just know that suddenly they didn't have fleas, and now they do. My dog has fleas. Is everybody blaming the canine unit? <laughs> I like what you did. <laughs> canine guys coming here now, the worst enemies. It wasn't even my dog, damn it. Sorry. <clears throat> All right. The government is beginning a complete disinfection of the entire station, <laughs> but it could take several weeks. So until then... Happy biting for the fleas. <laughs> they get to bite coppers. You know they're the bad boy fleas. They are. I hate the police. <laughs> they're a little gang of fleas. Like man, they wear colors and all. It's awesome. What? I don't. But wouldn't you, I mean? You know, they're a gang. They gotta um, have their own color. I'm gonna go over to my last clip of the day. All right. Well, and I'm actually. Going to go over into England. Yay! He's going to fly to England. Yay, yay. Uh, where my last clip is going to be Wanksy number two. Ooh. Now, color me interested. Residents in this town of northeast England were fed up with the increasing number of potholes littering the streets. And quite honestly, more fed up with the town's just lack of care to fix it. Oh, tell them come to Pennsylvania. Exactly. Well, one person, the superhero, and remember, not all heroes wear capes, people. <laughs> he took matter to his own hands. He started highlighting the potholes in the roads by spray painting penises on them. Uh, he started taking things into his own hands. <laughs> you see, and then the. <laughs> hey, like, that's a joke. Uh, and hoped that the talents would be forced to fill the potholes because of it. Now, the town council, town council of Middlesbrough, who said they were already repairing the potholes in the area, which yeah, sure. I feel like was really just them covering their ass, rerouted <laughs> their <Sorry>. plans. <laughs> get... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a child at heart. Go ahead. Not in the pothole. <laughs> sorry. Hey, oh, easy there. The speed limit's only 25 here. It's not a school zone, is it? Because that's that's not good. No, cut it right there. They said they rerouted their plan schedule to fill the penis potholes and remove the graffiti. The man who claims to have spray painted the penises around the potholes uh, was after being inspired by a man who dubbed himself Wanksy. A play on, obviously, Banksy, who we all know is a, a oh, joker. Oh, yes. Love Banksy. Uh, Wanksy was successful in getting a bunch of potholes filled quickly after he did a similar stunt over by Manchester. <laughs> he kind of did a similar <laughs> thing, and that's where this guy kind of drew the inspiration for it. Like, let me see if it'll work here. I like it. He's got spunk. Uh, he said he was prompted to draw the penises after several of his cyclist friends were injured because of the potholes. He said, I just wanted to draw attention to the pothole and make it memorable. Nothing seemed to do this better than a giant comedy phallus. He's got a point. 
He said, I don't want attention. He's like, I don't want to be in the road for a long time. I don't want it to be in the road for a long time. He just wanted to yeah, just kind of bring a comical hey! way to, like, <clears throat> Can we fix these? Which, speaking of comedic phalluses. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I didn't know we were going to talk about Carrot Top today, but go ahead. Why he did some Carrot Top? <laughs> sorry, go ahead. Uh, I, I work today. I'm getting ready to leave for the day. And I told, hey, you uh, you might want to clean the screen. We have like this frill milkshake machine. Oh, yeah. Thing uh, where you can go, you know, and start making your own milkshake. Oh, well, it has like a little screen there. And it was off resetting itself. And I guess while it was off, someone drew penises in the screen. So we had told you might want to go clean that screen because someone drew penis. And sure enough, you go over there, there's like two little penises. They're little dancing penises. Granted, everyone at work at the time, we thought it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> Quite honestly, I'm jealous of whoever got to do that because, well, that would be something I would do. Which is I the same have gone reason. to Hobby Lobby with you and those freaking glitter pillows that you can put things on. So don't you tell well, me don't, about. Don't say it like that. I'm not putting <laughs> things on it. <laughs> Wait, let me reword that. Whoa, what I meant whoa, to whoa, say whoa. was. Long story short, I can't go on Hobby Lobby anymore. <laughs> <laughs> He's been banned. Well, he can no. go on Sundays, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, my wife does hold my hand now when we pass. Like, the, the pillows that have, like, the. Um, one of those stupid yeah, like double-sided glitter thingies. Yeah, they're the little circle discs, mm -hmm. but you can, you know, make it this color, that color. Or you can draw stuff. You can make in a it. pretty heart on it. I said heart, not hard on Travis. See, that was the <laughs> thing that you messed up. I don't always draw phallic objects. Sometimes <laughs> I spell words. I work on my spelling, which not very good words is also frowned upon. Yes, it is. And that is usually when... I, I've done it a couple times where my wife would be a couple hours up and I'll just be, you know, following behind as any husband does when they're stuck driving their wife to a craft store. Just yeah. following along, twiddling their thumbs. <laughs> Nothing usually, else to do. Usually when my husband comes with me, everything ends up, ends up ammo. I've done that before. All the letters are all ammo, 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 or you, if you ain't, you know, they do the yeah, 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 mm, great. Yeah, Larry was here. Sorry, folks. Yeah, I know that. And she'll, like, come around and be like, show me something. Because also, guys, when your wife shows you something, is there really ever an answer besides, oh, yeah, honey, sure. It's like crafting shit. I don't know what the fuck it does. I like when do I show my one? husband. Yeah, sure. I don't know what the hell that is. I like when I show him some pretty scrap paper. He's like, ooh, paper. <laughs> she does that to me with yarn because she likes to crochet. And yeah. She's like, what do you think of this type of yarn? I'm like, I don't know what the fucking difference is. <laughs> that one's blue and that one's blue. I show your What's dad the difference? And paper, he's like, pretty paper and, all the time. And she notices, like, well, no, but see, this one has this. I'm like, ah, sure. Fuck everyone you want. I don't know. <laughs> but she'll come back to, like, show me something like that. And then I get, you know, I'll be, like, halfway through spelling. And she's I get smacked, and then I get my hand held throughout the rest of the store like I'm a fucking child. <laughs> you, go wait out in the car for me right now, mister. She won't let me leave the same aisle so she can keep eyes on me. I think I'm funny. <laughs> bad, bad. I, I, so many guys have spelled things out. Oh, yeah. Well, what else do y'all expect us to do? 
your dad was going to change it one time, and, and obviously it was a guy. I'm not positive on this, but it said help me, so I'm assuming it was a guy. <laughs> yeah, they had him spelled out with the letters. <laughs> your dad's like, I'm going to leave that one. That's good. <laughs> That's great. Uh, sorry for the rabbit trail there at the end. <laughs> you know how penises are. You know. You start talking about one and you just go down a whole hole. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. It's hard to stop, I'll tell you that. You don't have to emphasize <laughs> the words. It's always great for a joke. <laughs> I'm killing me. Anyway. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad we were more awake this week to do yes. the episode. It was actually we're not done. All... It was actually done on a, a somewhat normal hour yes. this time, on our actual normal day. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was amazing. It was different. <laughs> it was different. I liked it. We're at the you know the last possible day. You know, three a.m. Going. Let's close this up so I can finish that toffee curse. I right. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely gonna. Shit up no, you're supposed to save a piece for your wife. Hell no. Oh, that nail. She's not going to know we had it. She doesn't listen to the damn thing. She's not a big chocolate person anyway. No, she actually would like the toffee crisp. Not the dark chocolate. She hates dark chocolate to begin with. Yeah. So there's no way she would like that one that's extra dark. Like she'd be like, Whereas Ew. my husband's like a human guinea pig. Here, honey, try this. Look, I. <laughs> it's like the lint from the dryer. He's like, all right, I'll try it. It's kind of dry. Yeah, that's your dad, though. God bless Sam. I love that man. Tastes like snuggles. <laughs> Getting a little Tide Pod-ish, don't you think? <laughs> well, that, that's a flavor anymore, so. <laughs> That was so 2018. Stop oh, that. gosh. Sorry, I'm bringing stuff back, and it's not good. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Yep, yep. Uh, make sure that you're going over to our Facebook page, mm. our Twitter page, uh, or our email. Yep. I post all those links. Like I said, all you gotta do is look up relative reaction and they or have up. a seance and contact us. Sure. Okay. You do that. You you take those messages. <laughs> Get the Ouija board out. Summon Bryn. You do those messages. Mama Bryn. I will deal with the social media accounts. Whatever. <laughs> My way is so much cooler. But I do. I post the links up in the description. If you search up relative reaction on any of those things. Or, like I said, all you can do is relativereaction2018 at gmail.com. You can email us if you don't do right. social media for whatever reason. Contact uh, us. We absolutely love to hear from you guys. Oh, yeah. We really do. We about wanna anything. Know, we want right. to know what Tell your us thoughts how your are day about was. the stories. Um, you know, do you agree with us? Do you disagree? Do you mm-hmm. have a different thought? If you've mm-hmm. come across a cool story, go ahead, share it with us, share it with it. Share with all the kinfolk. I mean, not just us or just us. You want it to be personal. Uh, we absolutely love it. Or if you just want to write in and correct me on my pronunciation of these fancy French words, please do so. Like I said, I feel like this week you probably did all right. I feel like in French you probably maybe not nailed it, but I feel like if you didn't, you got close enough that if you were there, they would have been like understanding because yeah. you at least understand, like, the basic undertone of, like, the French lettering, whereas I, I don't at all. But at least you get that. So I feel like you were close. Now, I'll last say week I was. What when the we hell? were in Japan, sorry. Oh, yeah, I don't we did think our I best. was on air, man. That was bad. <laughs> we did our best. That was, yeah, <laughs> our best when your best just isn't good enough. 
Oh, but make sure you are you talking to us all throughout the week. We want to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Um, and then join us next week after you get done talking to us throughout the week and listening to this. Yes. Join us next week for episode 48. We're going to travel somewhere else. I yes. can't wait to... Try to figure out where we go. Exactly. Oh, I can't wait. Can't wait till we touch down next week. Try something else globally. We still got two more weeks of this international yes. package. Thoughts are just so much fun. International. As always, make sure you help control the pet population mm-hmm. because some guard dogs just aren't good enough. They're letting those druggies in, letting you then do yeah, your dishes. Yeah, th- he did let them do dishes. So uh, that's good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but make sure you do help control the pet population. Spay and neuter your pets and some, some of your, your relatives. relatives. Like you know, any friends big drawing ones. Oh yeah. No, actually keep those ones. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking great. I like you, dude. Yeah. Plus four.